What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast, and thanks for stopping in today. We've got a couple things that I want to announce. Uh, for one, big shout out and thank you to our brand new sponsor, Shatola Ridge Custom Cabinets. They hit it out of the freaking park with this giveaway that we got coming up. I don't know how in the world we're going to do this thing justice. I don't know how in the world that we're going to give this thing away. It's hard for me to let it get out of my sight right now. And it's it's something special, I'll tell you that. If you watched the live, if you were a part of the last giveaway uh, and seen it on Facebook, you already know what it is. Uh, but we are going to make it live next week. We're going to go into it next week. Uh, so big thank you to them guys out there. Man, y'all hit it out of the park. We really appreciate it. If you want stickers, hats, hoodies, shirts, uh, we got a bunch of different stuff too. If, you, if you've got some ideas on what you would want or anything with our logo on it, let us know. Aaron with Artcraft Custom Graphics, will he can make pretty much anything over there. He does a great job. So if y'all want anything, let me know about that. Uh, thanks everybody for entering the, the giveaway last time and congratulations to Jimmy for winning it. That's a heck of a fishing rod right there, guys. Heck of a fishing rod. But that's what we do over here in Not Your Dad's Hunting and Fishing Show. We just give crazy stuff away, man. We're just happy that y'all are a part of it. New Something new that I want to uh, announce that's coming up. Uh, we have got a subscription going to where you can subscribe to the podcast if you want to. Everything that we do normally is still going to be free. We're not going to change a single thing that we're doing normally that we normally do for free. The subscription is going to be strictly for new stuff and added stuff. So you will be able to, you're not going to be able to get the shows any quicker because I get them out to y'all as quick as possible, but you will be able to listen to the show without any ads. You'll be able to hear some behind the scenes stuff that we're going to do, uh, which will just be added stuff, um, you know, talking with Brandon or talking with this person or or whatever. It's just going to be added stuff. Uh, and then we will do exclusive giveaways to the subscribers. The subscription is only $0.99 cent a month. I, didn't, I made it as low as I possibly could. Um, and all that is is it helps me keep track of the people that are subscribed to it. And then we will do a giveaway specifically to the subscribers. I will post a link as soon as I get it done and get everything finished for that. But you'll be able to go to that. We have Hunter on tonight. And uh, we don't really know where we're going to go with this podcast tonight, but we're just going to we're gonna wing it, man. That's what we do the best. Um, so I'll be right back on with Hunter. All right, so we got Hunter on today. Hunter, y'all might remember. Hang on one second. We're going to wait just a second, let this thing do its thing, and then we're going to go right back at it. For some reason, this thing messed up today and i've got another one ordered right now supposed to be here here in the next week hang on this thing is screwing up crazy now what the heck what is the record my recorder 
Yep. For some reason, man, it it started uh it started messing up today. There it goes. All right, it stopped right there. All right, we're just gonna go into it right here. All right, so I'm on with Hunter today. Hunter, y'all might remember, was the shrimp boat story. And, um, man, I tell you what, for something, this podcast is has been something along the fact where it's opened up a friendship for me. And uh, it just started by me just reaching out to Hunter going, hey, man, would you like to come on the podcast, my, my little itty bitty podcast and talk about this uh shrimp boat and then now all of a sudden it's like i'm texting hunter all the time and i got to come down there and see you it was awesome now now we long lost cousin yeah exactly (laughs) exactly we i come down i went down to the beach and i told hunter i said uh i'm coming down to the beach i'm gonna bring your hoodie and your hat and and all that stuff or whatever but i want to come by and see you and he's like well come on to the house huh (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah you, i was at her i was at her site i just put me together a 308 a rifle and, and and i was sighting it in sitting inside my building shooting out of the doorway of the building into the woods with a target that's the best i could do without driving back over to the farm and shooting that one in roads and i'm telling I got you it right though when i when i pulled up and he told me what he what he was doing I said, shit, you sure we ain't related? <laughs> yeah, I know. I told him, I said, look, now you call me because I got earplugs and everything else in. I'm inside a room. You make, you make sure that you call me when you pull in so I just don't shoot right through the damn car. <laughs> <laughs> well, I went down I went down the to Hunter's place, and I, and I gave him his stuff, and we hung out for a minute. The girls were hungry. They had to go get some food, so we had to, we had to cut that short. But Hunter told me to come on back. Uh, the next day and i wanted to check out your rv resort yep. and man you got it going on over there the breeze rv park in holden beach north carolina it's a, it's a place my family we've we've built past five years we're finally open and man boy are we excited to finally be open it's it's a very um it's a humbling thing to to, to just grind, we, we took us 62 months to build it. And, uh, man, to to go through all the obstacles we went through and the, just we done most of it ourselves. And because in today's world, you have to do most things yourself. Right. No. Man, it's such a just rewarding thing to pull up now and finally see people there, you know, enjoying it, walking around with their kids, walking around with dogs, just sitting out there in lawn chairs, just enjoy it. That's awesome. Yeah, no. Yeah, it, it's it's a it's a fine establishment. We we went over there and uh, we we come in there to Hunter's gigantic office that he has has in there with all these deer mounts and uh, pheasant. Well, hold on now, you got you got to you got to tell the truth. You know, that, that, that that's that's my dad. That's the boss man's gigantic office. Oh, my office, my, my office is that little <laughs> that little um chair in the corner. Oh. <laughs> with the dunce cap sitting next to it. <laughs> but that's the old man's dog. All his deer, he's killed. But yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, he was. It is. But you were sitting there telling us stories about all these deer. And um, there was one in particular that I seen that was just. 
it stood out to me above all the others. That chocolate, the dark rack. yes, that chocolate rack deer. Yeah, so I did find out on um, that deer was killed in nineteen, either nineteen oh eight or nineteen ten by my, um, by my dad's. It would be my. It would be my great uncle. I'm guessing it was my dad's uncle, and my my dad's mother. She's actually from Vermont. And it was her older brother. He was way older, you know. Yeah. It was. He was a young man in the early 1900s. But anyways, he killed that great little buck and had it on top of a fireplace for a year. There weren't no stain or any kind of you know pain or anything on it. It was turned that dark from it on top of a fireplace for so long. When the old man died, Dad ended up with that set of horns. Yeah, that was a that's yeah. a very cool, cool mount. Um, yeah. I, I mean, there was several in there that i'd have been <laughs> i'd have been so happy i probably would have missed them seeing some of the size of those deer but uh man it, it was great do you remember do you remember what what name jace gave the uh bird i don't even remember i was trying to think of it today and i couldn't think of it no i couldn't it was something off the wall yeah it was something we crazy we told him just to pick whatever you know come up with something crazy something crazy. <laughs> <laughs> we can't remember what the hell it was. <laughs> yeah, he. Hey, but I tell you what, he didn't think about it for a second. He, when you asked me, he literally spit it out right then. It'll come to me in a minute. Yeah, he just. It was right. I mean, off the tip of his tongue. I don't even remember what it was. Anyways, but uh, Hunter took us around this place. If you're if you're wanting to go down to the beach, and you don't want to go stay at, at Dirty Myrtle um at, at those big huge places where there's hundreds of thousands of people and it's just man that's just not for me uh and i'm sure it's not for other people too hunter's got a great place over there that is family friendly and, and yeah, if you want to come if you want to come somewhere with your family that you don't have to worry about anything just feel safe and enjoy yourself come on down to seabreeze rv park we'll take care of you Tell them Jared sent you. Yeah, tell them, tell them, oh, tell them old Jared sent you. We don't give a we don't give a friends or family discount. He's going to charge you about five dollars more. But go ahead and tell him Jared sent you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put I'll put you in a real good spot. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. But uh, we Hunter told me he said bring uh bring you a couple rod and reels. We're gonna go over here and fish this place over here at this pond. I said all right, that sounds good. And, Man, we go over there. Didn't, you, didn't, you didn't believe me. You underestimated me. I did. Didn't, didn't, think, didn't think was going to hang up on a damn shark. <laughs> I, no kidding. He he okay. said he said now there are a few big bass in here. Now there's there's some big ones in here, and I'm like okay. He's like I mean there's. And I, few- I tell you about that. I tell you about that. Most of the time when you tell somebody that, a mosquito won't bite you. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll be damned. That's one of the only times I've said that. And and. The, the first how long did it take us about 20 30 yeah, minutes standing there I, yeah it wasn't it wasn't long it it wasn't long at all i mean I, we were all standing at one spot or whatever and kind of fishing different angles and stuff and then we kind of spread out and and started going around the pond and then jacob all of a sudden just bam and he starts hooping and hollering and i look over there and all i see is ass and elbows from hunter he is running, sprinting across the side of this pond to get over to where this bass is. And that, dude, I'm telling you, that made me so happy just to see how happy you were for him 
just to catch that bass. Oh, son, I'm redneck. I love it. I love it. <laughs> and that's how I am too, man. That's how I am too. Yeah, I like, love it. If, yeah, if 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 somebody you know shoots a nice buck or, or catches a fish or does anything you know that's that brings enjoyment, I I root for them. I love it. Yeah. The damn trash. I seen the trash man the other day pull up and get out early in the morning and just smile and dump trash. I was happy for him. Hell of a guy. Hell of a guy. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, no, I'm I'm always excited to see people catch fish. There's a joke that runs um with a lot of the guys that I hang out with and a lot and especially the white lantern that comes on. You know, if you if you want to have a good time, let Jared catch more fish. Dude, I'm gonna tell you right now. <laughs> I am happy how many fish did I catch that day? One. You weren't doing too hot, now, yeah. to be honest with you. I caught, I caught one. I think I caught one fish. It was a bowfin. That was it. And That's I was, right. That's right. I was just as happy to have everybody else catch fish as I would have been to catch fish. Um, I just like Don't to see you. fish get caught and people have a good time. You, you little man, I bet, he, I, bet he walked, I bet he walked two miles around that pond. Oh, yeah, he did. He said, <laughs> and here's the funny thing. This is this is the hilarious thing, and um, Hunter will probably vouch for me too. When 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 I talked to Hunter on the phone for the first time, and when the first time that I met him, and the first time that we went over there and hung out, which was all this time that we're talking about, I feel like I've known Hunter uh, twenty years, thirty years, and and the funny thing was, I'm sitting there fishing with my son, like all right, buddy, here you go, just reel this in or whatever. He turns around and looks at me and goes, I'm going to go over there with Hunter. Yeah. <laughs> I, look, I blinked. I, I, I thought it was a squirrel or, or rabbits, and it was that young and just busted out the bushes. <laughs> <laughs> he was happy to go over there with Hunter. Yeah. I think it was because Hunter was catching fish. I think it's because you catch a fish. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, we, uh, we left there. We went to Provisions and Holden, one of my favorite places to eat uh, when we're down there. And – we we stay on oak island but most of the time we'll we'll take the boat or even drive over to holden beach just to go to provisions and holden just because i enjoy it that much more than going to the one in southport that's the good one yeah that's the good one. so we went and ate there and then hunter took us on a little tour we got to go to varnum town and see what it was all yeah. about yeah, to the exciting world of, of, of the real of the real salt life. There you go, there you go. And the funny thing is, is I have no clue where I'm at at this point. Cause Hunter's like, make a right here, make a left there. We're gonna go past this house. That was my grandpa's house. This was this. This was that. And I'm like, man, there's a lot of history going down through here. And then all of a sudden, we come to a dead end, and we're in Varnumtown, and we're down where all the shrimp boats are. And I started looking, and I said, oh my god, dude, I've been up here. I don't know how many times. I couldn't tell you how many times I've been up here. I've fished up Lockwood Folly like this a, a thousand times. And he's like, yeah, yeah. And, and he showed us the house and, and everything like that. One in particular thing that st- stood out to me to a T is the Marsh House. Yep. I have taken people up Lockwood Folly and showed them the Marsh House I, and I've always told them, I don't know who lives there. I don't know who owns it. I don't know what the story is about it. I'm sure it's cool. Um, 
but man i would love to to be a part of that or or even go over to the house or whatever and everybody i take up are like oh that's awesome well then i then we go over there with hunter and hunter's like yeah man we used to own that yeah in the family <laughs> yeah i was like what that it's got a hell of a it's got a hell of a history story behind it yeah yeah go ahead go ahead and tell us that story that story is awesome so way back everybody you know well, really, still to this day, most people from Barntown in that area, they live out the river. They work and, and feed their families and pay their bills by, by clamming and oystering and, and working at the fish houses. Um, just one or two had shrimp boats, but a lot of people goes to help pack them, head them. You know, it's, it's, it's just a network of family and friends. But um, way back in the day, people had houses in the marsh, you know, camps fish camps and people you know they lived there that was their houses well that one house in particular it's been there a long time um the crazy story about it is is uh, johnny born a massive family member way up the line and um, he lived there and johnny's wife he she left it for another man in town everybody knew about it in town but they had a bunch of youngins in them he he you know the youngest stayed there he kept the youngins and the woman she ran off with, the man she ran off with, he come by one day in his boat, made a smart remark at him, said, you, he was there washing his kids' clothes. He said, you washed him clothes. I got your wife at my house washing mine. Well, she infuriated the old fella. He went inside, got a gun, and he killed the man deader than hell, right out front of the house. Made him so mad, he, he got in his boat, drove across, walked up the road, and shot his wife at the man's house. And um, went to prison prison for it lost his kids to um to the state you know i guess foster i don't know if that was going on then this was in the early 1900s and um anyways he he got carried off prison and um crime of passion is what it was i don't know the exact legal term that's what they've always told me but um he went he went to prison and he on good behavior he was able to go on the work release deal that's where they had a boat that worked in the water, and, and some of the boats um, cleaned up trash. Some of the boats was out there um, planting oysters. Some of the boats was out there fishing for the state. And um, he was out there in the inlet in between Holden Beach and Oak Island, Lock Folly Inlet, and the warden of the state prison was down that weekend on Oak Island staying. Him and his wife, and he had two or three daughters. They were in the boat with him. They were all together in the inlet at the same time the state work release boat was out there. It's, it's such a coincidence all this happens. Yeah. Warden, Warden turns the boat over in the inlet. Johnny Barnum's working on the state release boat. He sees it all happen, not knowing who it is or nothing. Just sees it all happen, dives over, swims over there, saves the kid, saves the wife, saves the warden. Is a hero. Come to find out you know, who he saved was so incredible that the warden gave him a full pardon of his sentence, gave him his kids back, gave him his house back, and even gave him a, a deed to the land where he where he lived, you know. And um, it's one of the only known deeds for, for something like that. And now, now in today's times, you can't even, if you pull your boat up in the marsh and get out, you, you somebody says something to you, and you damn sure can't build nothing anymore. I mean, to... To build a pier from the mainland side, you know, that marsh, that house I showed you is out there in the middle. It's, it's not touching nothing. To build something from the mainland, go out into the to the river, to a navigable channel is what they call it, 
takes such such so many permits and so many steps to do. Um, that's why that is incredible. That old house is still out there standing. Yeah. And um, we ended up selling it to a man after um, one of the big hur- last hurricanes come through. It tore the railway down where we used to pull the shrimp boat, and we ended up selling that and selling the house too. And um, but yeah, yeah, that's all a true story. Yeah, that, that really happened. But, when you told me that story, I was I was like, holy cow, man! That that is a that's an amazing story in itself. But it, like you said, everything was such a coincidence that happened, and then it all worked out. It, it's it's crazy, and I'm gonna post some pictures of of the house so everybody can see it, because um, not everybody knows where Varnum Town is. Not everybody has been able to go up Lockwood Folly River and see this house or whatever. But it is it's amazing. I will tell you, if you ever get a chance to go uh, up Lockwood Folly River to see where this house is or whatever, just to know that it's been sitting there that long and it's still standing after every storm that has come through there is amazing in itself. Yep. So, yeah, yep. It, that, that's a great story. That's a great story for sure. Try to record it. There we go. See what happens. Alright. Alright, I'm gonna start it. Um speaking of North Carolina and just you know how how beautiful the the marsh house is down there and, and everything that goes along with that, how spectacular that is. You got to sit, you got to experience some other parts in North Carolina this weekend. I drove I drove slam from the swamp to the to the Blue Ridge Parkway around through Smoky Mountains, crossed crossed the line around in Tennessee. You know, man, it's an incredible place. You you can literally drive from the beach to the tippy top of a mountain. You can literally when we got home tonight, it's fifty seven degrees. But we drove yesterday right on up to the top of the um of the Smoky Mountain Park Railroad and Pigeon Forge and Gatlinburg, and it was played in snow. It was 27, 26 degrees. It was incredible. Yeah. Now, is that the first time that, you have, that you've been up to the mountains? No, I've went here and there. Um, I actually wanted to – I've been, you know, a few times growing up as a kid to Dollywood. That's where we ended up going this weekend and taking right. my, my daughter. She was turned five. But – um. But I've been, you know, a few times in life back and forth to the mountains. But this week, we went up there, and uh, this is one of the first times that I've really got out and just drove and seen a lot of the of the different national parks. And, oh, yeah. You know, what, the hell, what the hell happened to Cherokee? <laughs> dude, <laughs> God, I had- dude I, it's funny. It's funny because um, he's sitting there texting me. <clears throat> and we were talking about the podcast and what we were going to do this weekend and everything like that. And I was, you know, make sure they were having a good time up there. And he said, man, Cades Cove is beautiful. It's a gorgeous place. And I said, yeah, it is. It really is. I said, if you want to, when you're coming back or whatever, go to Cherokee um, through the back way or whatever. And um, a lot of times there's an elk standing out there and you can go up there and, and see the elk. And I didn't yeah, even. Sure enough. I didn't right even. I didn't hear. I didn't hear anything back from him at all. And then the next thing I know, I get a picture of some elk standing out there. He said, "Yo, we we took your advice." 
Yeah, I, I, I told my kids, I said, man, we might see some help. Mr. Jared, he might he might put us on to something. I'll be damned. We finally got close, and when we rounded one of the last few curves in the in the park system before we got to Cherokee, we seen them. Yeah. It's wild seeing them big things up close. Yeah, it is. It is, man. And uh, that was um, as part of North Carolina's introduction system to get the elk back in here. And uh, yep. you know, kind of get them get them back going, whatever. Of course, they're extremely protected in in Cherokee with it being an Indian reserve uh, reservation and everything like that. So they're extremely protected there. But we're hoping that that we might get some, you know, out this way uh, later on. So where else? Where else did you get to? Did you get to experience? Uh, let's start with Pigeon Forge in Gatlinburg. Did you go to Gatlinburg? Or did y'all stay in Gatlinburg? Or did you stay in Pigeon Forge? We actually stayed um, to the northeast of Sevierville. We okay. rented a cabin, which was awesome because we we drove. We were about seventeen minutes, I think, it was seventeen minutes from um, from where you turned off to go to Dollywood. Dollywood, you know, kind of on the back side of the town. Yep, up the side of the mountain. So we we was you know enough away from everything in a cabin on the side of a mountain and then we got to you know drive a little bit with back town awesome place my god I was, i'm definitely going back to that oh yeah that was oh yeah seen all that man i tell you um pigeon forge and gatlinburg that is like a myrtle bitch on steroids stuck in the mountains it is incredible all yeah. the tourist attractions oh we driving along also the king kong was hung offside the building and then I seen the damn Titanic docked up there on the how they drug her that far. And the Titanic <laughs> tied up, and the Hatfield McCoys was set up fighting the side road. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how they got all that stuff there. I, I don't know how they get that gorilla to stand so still. <laughs> you ain't got him hired good, don't you? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, yeah, dude, we, we, um, we have a place up there in Pigeon Forge, and we love to go up there. Um, and it, there's there's always something to do. Like if if you ain't oh, got yeah, nothing to do can. up there, it's your own fault. And a lot of times, uh, like you said, you know, having the cabin up there or whatever, uh, a lot of times you don't want anything to do, and that's perfectly fine too. <laughs> Cause oh it, yeah, because there's some good relaxation going on up there as well. Yeah, the, there's a hot tub in the back. Um, oh man, me and my youngins and my wife, we all got there. Had a, it was awesome. It was cold. It got cold up there one night. So it was cool to get up in there and, and just hang out. And, yeah. Yeah. And I asked I asked old Hunter, I said, Did you ride all them uh all them roller coasters up there in old in old Dollywood? He no. said, Hell no. <laughs> no. No, my godson. Roller coasters, they killed me. Oh gosh. <laughs> I lay down and just quit. Yeah, a couple a couple of my buddies dude, they can't do them either. They I, I try so hard to get them on them. They're like, nope, you don't understand, man. If, if I get on that roller coaster, trip's over with. We're done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, dang it. Yeah, man down. Yeah. <laughs> um, so y'all left Y'all left Gatlinburg, Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. And, then uh, we got to drive it. Then we got to drive it. And my wife was talking about going to Chimney Rock. She was a little girl. Our poppy held her up you know as a little kid out there taking the picture and it i was like wow that's cool is it is a cool place yeah so i 
clicked the map, readjusted. We went to um, Kidney Rock, pulled all the way up the top of the mountain, got out, um, walked to a. It was a man that um, had land years ago, and I read the plaque on the wall. Some old man that thought his land was so pretty and wanted to show it to people that he went and dug and drilled and blasted a hole in the side of the mountain that he built an elevator shaft, 260 foot tall, up through that mountain. That um, I can't remember his name. But I'll, I'll look you back. I'll, I'll, t- I'll text to you. It was cool as hell. And um, we walked out there and stood on top. And you overlook Lake Lure. And I told my wife, you know, we get done. I want to drive down there and go around it. And um, we stopped there in town. She mailed a postcard to the grandparents. And um, and then ended up going to Lake Lure. And it is. Um, it looks like it's drying up. What's going on with all that? So the way that they do in the mountains uh, with all these... <clears throat> there's there's several lakes that they do this to. Lake Lure is one of them. Um, and what they do is in the wintertime, they drop these lakes. And they, oh, they really? drop them, like, significantly. Like, they drop them probably, I would say, 15 to 20 foot. And, and I think the reason for that is whenever the snow melts and all this other stuff or whatever, the runoff going into the, to the rivers uh, kind of helps – uh, maintain what what the uh, water level is but they do it every it. they do it every year and it's crazy uh when you when you look at it or whatever you can see where the water level was and like what all is underwater and and the oh, way yeah. that the landscape is it's it's insane whenever you That's whenever wild. you see all that yeah we <laughs> we've been up to chimney rock uh, a bunch of times uh but th- the first time that i took my wife up to chimney rock the elevator was down <laughs> and we had to walk every single one of those steps all the way to the top baby <laughs> oh son hey i'm gonna tell you what i learned this weekend i'm a flatlander i'm down here in the flat ground in the swamp tell you something <laughs> You you in for a, you in for a, a, a exercise a hike? Yeah. They say go hike it, man. If you ain't doing hiking. Yeah, it, it's funny, man. Uh, y'all have to come come back up here, and y'all y'all are always more than welcome to come up here and stay with us. We live about thirty minutes away from Boone. I live twenty minutes away from South Mountain. Um, blowing rock. How far rock. Are you from West Jefferson? Uh, about roughly about an hour. I got you. My what? uncle, he, that's, that's where I would go a lot of times to the mountains was to West Jefferson. Oh, man, West Jefferson's place. awesome. We we love yep. going to West Jefferson. The little town down there, uh, going to all the different places in town, uh, the antique stores and stuff that are down in West Jefferson are just amazing. Yeah, we got them. Um, you know, I got them little RC rock crawlers. Yeah. And that was one thing, That was one thing I took with me this weekend up there um, and man the hiking trails if you think about it it's the perfect size the one in things i brought one with me and uh, man it was awesome it's yeah. just like you know everywhere you look was somewhere just mess with it i was showing brandon some of your uh videos and tiktoks and stuff like that of your rock crawlers and and everything like that and he was like dude that is crazy like how <laughs> how I guess symmetrical and everything looks, it looks like a real truck. And if you, if you got the angle right, which most of the time you have the angle right, um, and being it's, able it's to see, 
It's yeah. definitely scaled. It's it's to scale for sure. Yeah, it's insane. When we were looking <laughs> at all that stuff, it's crazy. Um, yeah. So, what's some other places in North Carolina that you would that you would want to go see? Because uh, you know, some people, some people listening to this show, they probably they probably never really experienced North Carolina to its fullest. And I will There's tell y'all right now, there is so much to see. Yeah, there's some kind of diving place you can go to. I'd like to. I love to do some diving. There's some diving park. I don't know somewhere I seen it in one of them state magazines. I'll have to look it back up again. Um, there, and I definitely want to go. Um, I want to go back up your way. I want to go do some fishing inland. Do, do you catch bass that are in that lake lure? Is that what they catch there? Yeah, um, we catch bass. We catch smallmouth, largemouth. Um, I think there are a few pike up in there. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's, we've got gar, we've got bass, we got brim, we got smallmouth. Um, where you were at up there, the trout fishing is amazing. Uh, and, and I do, I do a lot of, a lot of trout fishing, a lot of fly fishing and stuff like that. Um, and these creeks up here, man, once you get up in the mountains, the amount of water, which we've talked about on the podcast before with, with Eli, the amount of water in North Carolina and the North Carolina mountains to cover uh, to fish is you couldn't do it in a lifetime. I really don't think you could. I didn't realize all the lakes. We drove um Well, we I just kind of drove around a little bit. There was, um, is it Lake Anger, Angin? Right, Pat, right underneath on um, Lake Lure. I, I have to pull back up my map. Uh, there's there's uh, Lake Lure, and then there's, um, oh, gosh. You didn't put me on the spot. I live um, I live right here at Lake Hickory. And, yeah. and see, um, I grew up on Lake Lookout, uh, which Hickory feeds into Lookout. Lookout feeds into Norman. <laughs> And then Norman feeds into um, Mountain Island, and then Mountain Island feeds uh, down to Lake Wiley into South Carolina. And if you go yep. up, uh, I actually live close to Lake Rodius, so so Rodius will feed into Hickory, and then you have Lake James that feeds into Rodius, and uh, and then it kind of kind of you get a little bit of different places. Uh, after that but then you have lake lure um and then you have like the north folk reservoir and some other stuff right there um and then going down like robbinsville you got fontana lake and man there's there's tons of water in north carolina to cover it's it is insane well that's what i'm gonna do this year i'm gonna start on my own covering <laughs> well hey we can cover it son we can cover. I'm coming. It. I'm coming to you. I'm coming to you next. We're gonna start covering. I just that's what I'm. I heard tonight in my shop when I get done putting together this little shop. Then I got me a low rinse. Hold on, a low rinse. What is it? A low rinse hook reveal. A five. Yeah. I'm putting them a little. Boat. I ain't never. I ain't never been high tech enough to have one of these. I finally broke down. Getting one right can um, pull up there and kind of look at everything on the fish finder. Man, I <clears throat> growing up on Lake Lookout, man, 
I can take you some places back in there that you would just, it would blow your mind at some of the places that are back up on Lake Lookout and not a lot of people know about it. Like hidden islands, creeks that just run way up into the, into the, to the woods and man, there's, there's some duck, some great duck hunting. If you get up, up river on that. Um, and then like, I'd love Lake Lure, but by far Lake James is the prettiest lake in, in the, in the state by far, I think, because it's, it's down at the bottom of the mountains and I'll send you some pictures of it. It's down at the bottom of the mountains. So when you're on the lake, the mountains surround it. And so you can just see rock cliffs just coming like straight down into the water. And it's, it's amazing to be able to see that. And uh, in the summertime, it's a straight up party, son. Summertime, (laughs) you go out there to go to Island and it's a straight up party and it's going to be a party. It, they beach the boats and there'll be three rows back beach boats and just everybody just having a good time. Just uh, damn, uh, a big old crash. It's like the sand. It's like the point down at Oak Island, the sandbar out there at Oak Island, July Fourth or Memorial Day. I got you. That's what it. Yeah, I see. When we when we wrapped around Lake Lure on the other side of the of the opposite side of that chimney rock, there was what they called I think the shoreline. Yeah, it was like a big man-made looking beach. I guess where people get out there and it was a water park like slide. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I see, I've never really been in on like that and seen any of that. That was the first for me. That was pretty cool. Yeah, from being there at the beach, you know, it's awesome to see people enjoying water on on them and more. Oh yeah, they got be salt there and play in it. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool, man. It is it's pretty cool. All right, man. Well, we're gonna hop off here. I appreciate you coming on, Hunter, and telling us all the all the stories. I'm glad y'all had a great time up here in the hills up in north carolina and you're always welcome to come back up here to my place i'm coming i'm i'm coming there next i appreciate (laughs) it buddy thank you thank seriously thank you for um hooking me up this weekend let me know you know different places to try out i was lost at bears glad to know somebody that up the road that knows some things oh yeah we always here for you (laughs) yep well thank you buddy yeah i'll see you some of summer all right have a good one What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast, and thanks for stopping in today. Got a couple things that I want to announce. For one, big shout-out and thank you to our brand-new sponsor, Shatola Ridge Custom Cabinets. They hit it out of the freaking park with this giveaway that we got coming up. I don't know how in the world we're going to do this thing justice. I don't know how in the world that we're going to give this thing away it's hard for me to let it get out of my sight right now and it's it's something special i'll tell you that if you watch the live if you were a part of the last giveaway uh, and seen it on facebook you already know what it is uh but we are going to make it live next week we're going to go into it next week uh so big thank you to them guys out there man y'all hit it out of the park we really appreciate it if you want stickers, hats, hoodies, shirts, uh, we got a bunch of different stuff too. If, you, if you've got some ideas of what you would want or anything with our logo on it, let us know. Aaron with Artcraft Custom Graphics will 
He can make pretty much anything over there. He does a great job. So if y'all want anything, let me know about that. Uh, thanks, everybody, for entering the, the giveaway last time. And congratulations to Jimmy for winning it. That's a heck of a fishing rod right there, guys. Heck of a fishing rod. But that's what we do over here in Not Your Dad's Hunting and Fishing Show. We just give crazy stuff away, man. We're just happy that y'all are a part of it. New Something new that I want to uh, announce that's coming up. Uh, we have got a subscription going to where you can subscribe to the podcast if you want to. Everything that we do normally is still going to be free. We're not going to change a single thing that we're doing normally that we normally do for free. The subscription is going to be strictly for new stuff and added stuff. So you will be able to you're not going to be able to get the shows any quicker because I get them out to y'all as quick as possible but you will be able to listen to the show without any ads you'll be able to hear some behind the scenes stuff that we're going to do which will just be added stuff um, you know talking with Brandon or talking with this person or or whatever it's just going to be added stuff uh, and then we will do exclusive giveaways to the subscribers. The subscription is only ninety nine cent a month. I didn't. I made it as low as I possibly could. Um, and all that is is it helps me keep track of the people that are subscribed to it. And then we will do a giveaway specifically to the subscribers. I will post a link as soon as I get it done and get everything finished for that. But you'll be able to go to that. We have Hunter on tonight. And uh, we don't really know where we're going to go with this podcast tonight. But we're just going to we're gonna wing it, man. That's what we do the best. Um, so I'll be right back on with Hunter. 